When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Penguins to Go, your daily dose of Pittsburgh Penguins news and analysis. You can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcasts from. Another weekend and another addition to the Pittsburgh Penguins training camp roster as the Penguins have added another name to their bottom six competition because that's what it's going to be. There are over a dozen names at this point getting ready to try to earn a spot in the Penguins' bottom six to start the season, and most of them have a genuine chance at making this roster. The latest addition is forward Colin White, who signed a PTO on Saturday. Credit goes to Renault Lavoie of TVA Sports. This makes four PTOs, including Mark Pesic, Libor Hayek, and Austin Wagner, who we talked about, I believe it was the beginning of last week. So four players that are on professional tryouts to join an already cast of characters that are going to be vying for the most, and I've said it multiple times on this show, the most available roster spots heading into a training camp in the past five years for the Pittsburgh Penguins. It's going to get very interesting starting next Thursday at UPMC Lemieux Complex up in Cranberry. So let's talk a little bit about Colin White before we talk about the plan that has become abundantly clear for the Pittsburgh Penguins in their bottom six. Colin White is only 26 years old. He has a lot of hockey left to play, and if you ask the general public, 26 means he's getting ready to go into his prime years as an NHLer. He's looking for a revival, though. He fits the mold of the Pittsburgh Penguins forwards, especially the ones that have been targeted this summer for the bottom six. He's fast, he's defensive-minded, and somewhere in his past, he showed some offensive upside. That wasn't last season, though. It didn't work out for Colin White last year in his first year down in Sunrise. He played for the Florida Panthers. That was a really deep team, in particular at forward. But he was able to, to get a roster spot. He was able to hold a lineup spot for the majority of the season, not to mention all 21 of their playoff games en route to the Stanley Cup Final. Now, he scored 15 points only in 68 games in the regular season. Eight of those were goals, seven assists, and in those 21 games that I mentioned in the playoffs, he had no goals and two assists. Like I said about a minute ago, the offensive upside didn't show last season, but when it did is when he burst onto the scene initially as a member of the Ottawa Senators back in 2018-19, which was his first full season in the National Hockey League, he scored 71, or sorry, he scored 41 points in 71 games played. Of those 41 points, he had 14 goals. It's a pretty good season, in particular for a guy who was playing his first professional season fully at the NHL level. And that was good enough to earn him a six-year contract. Now, 
six years, $4.75 million. It was rich. The Ottawa Senators were planning on Colin White becoming an integral member of their team for years to come. That's not really how it worked out for him or the organization. He fell off after signing that deal. Had a decent season in the bubble year back in 2020-21. In 45 games played, he scored 10 goals and 18 points, which again starts to look a little bit more like that 2018-19 version of Colin White. But then, as has been an issue for him over the last couple of seasons, he suffered an injury the following season playing only 24 games and was subsequently bought out by the Senators at the end of that year. He signed with the Florida Panthers, and then we start the cycle that we talked about a little bit ago. So, Colin White joins the Pittsburgh Penguins at training camp. He joins a long list of players that are going to vie for those bottom six spots. The top six, when healthy, is figured out. It's some combination of Gensel Crosby, Rust, Raquel, Riley Smith, and Evgeny Malkin. But then you look at the bottom six, and Colin White fits into what has become a pretty distinct pattern and plan for Kyle Dubas and the way that he wanted to reconstruct this unit. He starts off the summer by signing proven veteran players to be the base of this bottom six to what he can build off of. Because at the end of last season, you look at the Penguins' bottom six, there really wasn't a base. It was, well, Mikhail Granlin is down there. Do they really want him? You can move somebody from the top six down there to become the base, but then you're taking away from what is the only real offensively juggernaut area of this lineup. So there was no base. That's what he did first. He built the base on proven veteran players that he knows what they're going to bring. Talking about the Lars Eller contract. I'm talking about the Nola Chari contract. I'm talking about the Matt Nieto contract. These are guys that, while yes, there are a lot of spots open, it would be very shocking to see any of these three not make the opening day roster. It's just a matter of where they slot in. You could imagine that Lars Eller is going to be the third-line center because he basically said as much, and so did Kyle Dubas, shortly after that contract was signed. But as far as Achari is concerned, or Matt Nieto, or even I'll throw in a guy that's you know inherited for Kyle Dubas, even a Jeff Carter, where they play is going to be determined by the other guys that Kyle Dubas brought in. And there are a lot more of them. So he built the base. And then he surrounded them with younger forwards who have to earn their spot in the lineup. But what they do bring is still that defensive-minded style where they're going to protect their own zone first. That speed game that's going to help them transition from defense to offense so the Penguins don't get just absolutely hemmed into their zone like they did time and time again last season. I'm talking about guys like Walker and like White who are brought in on a PTO. Can you beat out guys like Drew O'Connor, guys like Alex Nylander, guys like Rem Pitlick, guys like, even though they're a little bit older, 28 and 29, Andreas Janssen, guys like Vinny Hinostroza, guys like prospects that they're going to give an opportunity to, like a Sam Poulan, like a Valtteri Pustinen. There's a lot of players vying for a decent amount of spots. I mean, even with those four, Eller, Achari, Nieto, and Jeff Carter. Even with those four penciled into some sort of lineup spot, 
There's three spots open. Not to mention a fourth for the beginning of the season with Jake Gensel missing the first handful of games because of his ankle surgery. So realistically, there could be four spots up for grabs for all of these players to go out there and take it. Kyle Dubas said, and I think this is a great way to approach it, I'm not afraid to use waivers. I'm not afraid to send people through waivers because if you don't, you get what the Penguins had last year, where players that are at the NHL level aren't sent down despite not performing as well as the players that get sent down simply because of the way their contract is structured. That's the P.O. Joseph Ty Smith effect last season. That's not going to happen this season. And I think it's more prevalent in the bottom six than it is on defense, which we talked about last week. But when you look at the bottom six, you have that base. They built that with Lars Zeller, Nolachari, Matt Nieto, and then they surrounded them with youth, with speed, and with a purpose of making sure they protect their own zone. They're building from the back end out. And I think that is something that you couldn't say last year. They really didn't have an identity last year. They have an identity. They have a base. And I think they're going to have a much better bottom six for it. That's going to do it for this episode of Penguins to Go. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Remember, you can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcasts from.